Welcome to Stationary Stack. I'm your host, Addie. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about paper. Yes, paper. Especially for those that are investing and collecting fountain pens, paper suddenly becomes super important and something to not ignore. And it's also important for those that are really invested in the tools that they use to create, the tools that they use to do their job. So we'll be talking about paper and then other topics that I'll be sharing with you is the chase. This is a segment of the show and that I share what I'm currently chasing or have been chasing and looking forward to add to my collection. What's also on my radar? What are some upcoming releases that I have an eye on? And that can be very much beyond the pens that we use. It could be some new paper. It could be a notebook. It could be some piece of storage like a, a sleeve, pen sleeves, or you name it. And then, of course, like the name of the show, I'm going to be sharing my stationary stack of the day. So let's get into paper. And I was thinking about this because, you know, even in my school days, I kind of just going to admit it. <laughs> I have to admit it. I cared about the paper I used. And it, while I didn't have a lot of choices because when I was a kid, didn't know any better, but I did know that I kind of hated when I got handed the recycled paper. I knew I didn't like it. It had an extra scratchiness to it. It didn't allow like the pen pencils that I was using to really come through. It was a darker color. I knew why. You can see why. Even as a kid, I kind of knew that it was like more class friendly to do, especially for kids that don't really know what they're writing and they're practicing. But even then, I knew that I liked the wider paper, slightly thicker, blue lines, and then that red grid line over on the left side. And then fast forward many, many years, I've continued to kind of carry that in that I wanted the paper that I was using to be of quality. And even then I thought like quality meant thicker paper so that I can, you know, any pencil that I used when I wrote down with any type of pressure, it wasn't going to rip and it wasn't going to go over to the next page. And even the pens I used weren't, they weren't fancy. There was just normal ballpoint. And then furthermore, like later on, it turned into um, gel pens, the G2. G2 was like my pen that really got me into caring more about the tools I was using to jot down my notes. So then for quite some time, I was really into the thick dot grid paper and even the field notes. Field notes, if you use the regular field notes, they come with that grid paper on the thinner side. So I was really more into the exclusive limited edition releases that have higher quality paper, like even the um, one that I'm, two of them that I'm currently using, I'll get into the stationary stack later, but the dime novel and the traveling salesman notebooks, those have just a nice, richer, thicker paper. They're not white, but they uphold just about any type of instrument that you use to write. After I've, I've discovered, I think I've been liking dot grid for, I would say several years now, really into dot grid. What got me into dot grid was just intentionally journaling more, not just taking notes for work or anything. For work, I was really liking the enjoyment of just an open legal pad and jotting down notes as I was trying to get certain work done. 
And then as my career started to further develop into teaching and really planning things, I got into notebooks that had the dot grid. And then it was like about, um, wouldn't say a year ago, I would say like somewhere around 2019, better half of it, I got into, like really got into field notes and trying to collect those notebooks because of the artisticness or the, yeah, the artistry that comes with some of these notebooks and the stories, such a sucker for some of these stories. And I think because I was into field notes, you know, these algorithms start to detect what you're into. Facebook really pays attention, obviously. And I started getting marketed to by a company called Galen Leather. And I really loved their modern vintage style. Now, if you know me, (laughs) you know, I'm really into modern vintage styles. So I got bit by the bug, put in a purchase order with Galen Leather, Galen Galen Leather and got these cool gray notebooks. When they arrived, I was disappointed. And not to the fault of the company, and you'll learn why here in a sec. But when I opened that package, I saw the covers and I was like, yes, this is exactly what I'm into. I opened the notebook and the paper, really white. So check mark there. And then very thin paper. This is not what I wanted. At least I thought. At the time I wasn't using not even one fountain pen. When I put pencil to the paper, to the Galen Galen leather paper, I was disappointed. When I put, I had some retros and some Baron Fig Squire pens gel pens, some needles, some rounded. Oh boy. I, such a rude awakening in that, like, what did I do? And if you know Galen leather, you know, the cost of it coming from Turkey all the way to you here in the U.S., it is some pretty hefty money. And that's all I ordered at the time was just these notebooks. So the shipping was quite, you know, on the expensive side, at least for me. And... I was disappointed. I loved the style. Did not just like really looked at like what the F is this and put it away. And as I was continuing down my journey of collecting field notes, trading field notes, I wanted to get rid of those notebooks. So I quickly got rid of the other two. I didn't want to give the one I was already writing and testing the paper. I didn't want to give that away because I, I don't believe in that. I just gave the other two off like it was like they were pancakes like just here you go I don't care for it but then I started listening to the pen addict podcast (laughs) oh boy that's where things really happened and even even for quite some time they kept talking about fountain pens and I kept hearing just like the different things and elements that you have to do with a fountain pen that didn't sound really welcoming at all I loved my gel pens. I loved my rollerball pens and the designs and the cool uniqueness. That all changed in 2020, January of 2020, when I got my first Twisby Eco. That is when I got the bug for fountain pens. And as you all know, once you get big by the fountain pen aspect of things, it can go wild if you let it. 
this is when it all started coming back to me. When I got my eco, I started writing with the paper that I had and it worked with the uh, Rhodia notepads. It wrote with my Clairefontaine Art Deco or I forgot the call. I think they call these Neo Decos paper notebooks. And those, it worked on those. There's something missing that I wanted more. And as I continued to listen to the Pen Addict podcast, they kept talking about Tomoe River paper. Tomoe River paper. And I said, why does that sound so familiar? Eh, I'll just keep exploring. As I really wanted to fully utilize this new fountain pen that I had, that's when I got into exploring what is the paper what is the best paper for fountain pens? And Tomoe River kept popping up. And when Tomoe River paper came up, so did Galen Leather. (laughs) And this is when I realized, oh, shoot. Let me go open that notebook and see what this is about. And sure enough, it all made sense because with a fountain pen, you don't need to put really any pressure. You glide your nib with the paper and the ink comes out and it's such a fascinating experience and that's why we love it. It all came full circle. For those that are listening and know how much of an error I made on giving some of those first initial Galen leather notebooks, this is where it hit me. You know, I know this is kind of long-winded and talking about paper, but this is what you go through in building your stationary stack and what works for you and what works for your tools that you're actually using. And you can apply this kind of rule to anything that you're doing in any, in almost any profession, really. When you have the right tools or the tools that help you, it just makes it all the better. And having Tomoe River paper for my fountain pens till this day is such a great treat. And the technology that allows us to have this type of paper, I'm so grateful for it because you can't have a successful industry of where fountain pens are going if you don't have the technology to make paper like Tomoe River, Cosmo Light, and some of these other amazing papers. They go hand in hand. Sure, you can have a fountain pen with more controlled dry inks to help you write on just about everyday paper, but then that gets boring. Like that's the reason why we love fountain pens because they're so customizable. The different colors and ink and the elements of the ink, you really wanna tap into that, but you can't do that if you don't have the right paper. So where am I at today? I'm kind of all over the place and I actually like it that way because when it comes to, and you'll hear in a bit, you know, just how things are, I'll just keep it very simple at this point. I love Galen Leather Tomori River paper. Never going to ever make that mistake again of just, and now I do hand them off as gifts intentionally knowing what it is now, but I, you can bet that I have a nice Galen Leather stack of, you know, journals that I use and I'll even share which ones here in a bit. Um, But I do use Tomoe River for my fountain pens. So here's a complete breakdown and kind of an update too. Like I'm not really into dot grid anymore. I found that as dot grid has gained its popularity, 
people are a little too strong with the dots. <laughs> and for those that know what I'm talking about, like that sounds very nitpicky to those that don't, but I don't want the dots to overpower my writing or the ink that I'm using or the nib or the strokes of the the line variation. The dots are there to guide you and help you when you need them. And for that reason, I almost kind of shy away from dot grid unless I really know the maker. And my now preferred ref, uh, my preferred paper is plain. I like my paper plain. Not only plain paper, but I have a contender, one that's that I think really wins over Tomoe River. But it's a little scary to be in the space because not many makers are making this paper, and that is the Cosmo Airlight. And I don't like just any Cosmo Airlight. I like the 75 GSM. I recently purchased <laughs> um, five Masubi notebooks. And Masubi just came out with these um, Cosmo Airlight paper, but the GSM that they have in those notebooks are 83. And you would think that 75 to 83 is really not that much, but it makes a difference. I really love the 75 so much more. And that is what I'll continue to chase and, and try to purchase when it is available. But that's the problem. They, the second jet pens, drum golds, you name it. Any vendor that gets the 75 Cosmo Airlight GSM, they sell out almost immediately. And rightfully so. It's amazing paper. I prefer it 10 times more than the Tomoe River, but I still use the Tomoe River because I, I know what when to use it for what reason. Other types of paper that I that is constantly in my rotation and my go-to. So, you know, not only plain and not just Cosmo Airlight, but I also love the paper that comes with a William Hanna notebook. Write notepads. Write notepads, amazing paper. They use 93 GSM on 70 weight paper. And actually, to go back to William Hanna, they use 115 GSM white paper. And it's really cool because you can customize the lines and the colors. And also with Write Notepads, uh, another notebook company that I'm really loving for my everyday work journals and work notebooks is the Dinik. I hope I'm saying that right. D-E-N-I-K, Dinik Notebooks. Um, they use 100 GSM white paper, which is a 70 pound type. Um, I'm still getting used to this like number code stuff, trying to learn more about it, but pulled those specs really quick before I recorded. And then when it comes to field notes, I think I mentioned this already. I'm really into their more high-end quality types of paper and not so much the the regular grid paper, which is perfect for as what a field notes is for, is mostly used for on the go, uh, which I use for a variety of reasons of grocery list, have a notebook on the go and like my bag, also in my car. And then especially when it's either birthday or holiday season, I really lean into a field notes just to have it on the ready to write down people's gift ideas and things like that. Of the field notes, oh man, one of my ultimate goals, and if somebody's out there that can help me achieve this, like let's talk, let's make this happen. But the traveling salesman notebook, 
I love not only the design, but the paper, that light green paper, which is called Mohawk. It's a 70 pound T, whatever the T means. And it's a light green. I love, love that paper. The, the, the tone, the classiness of it, the modern vintage style of it. I just want more of that paper, whether it's more traveling salesman notebooks or a full-on A5 notebook of that paper in that format with the ledgers. Sign me up. Love, love, love it. In the end, you know, I'm looking for plain paper that is fountain pen, pencil, gel, and highlighter friendly. And some of the paper that I mentioned really kind of check all those boxes. You know, the plain paper with Cosmo Airlight, William Hanna, the right notepads, the Danik, um, some of the higher end of field notes, they support these different elements that I'm using for my everyday rotation and just on the go even. It needs to, at least for me, and everybody's profession, everybody's uh, creativity and area focus is different. But for me, if I can just have these papers with me at all times, I'm good to go. And that's why when I put a, um, an order for these notebooks, I really do grab a healthy order so that I have, I'm pretty set for quite some time both with the regular, you know, write notepads and Danik uh, William Hanna's to my Cosmo Airlight for journaling and for, you know, planning things, showing off my ink colors and testing out fountain pen inks and pens and nibs, you name it. I do get this question quite often, you know, why are you using so many different notebooks? And here's, you know, furthermore than the information that I've already shared, Tomoe River, and the Cosmo Airlights, I'm using that paper for mainly journaling. And for Cosmo Airlight, I'm using that as my main paper for everything, pretty much. And then the William Hanna, that notebook is really dedicated to my creativity and business. So I'm, I really want certain creativity and business ideas to be managed, jotted down in that notebook, and then that into the digital aspects of my tools, which we'll have a different episode on digital stationary stack. And then for work, um, my everyday work that I do, I use the notebooks from Danik Write Notepads and the Musubi notebooks because they just have that higher, thicker paper that uh, I, I don't want to share the wrong message. I like the notebooks. I was just hoping for the paper to come closer to the 75. Um, it's totally my bad. I should know that the 75 and the 83, there was going to be a dramatic difference, but I was hoping there wasn't. But I, I am going to be using the Masubi notebooks more for work so that I'm, you know, jotting my notes a little faster there and going to really use the stack that I purchased from Musubi for work. And I, I think I'll end the topic on paper there. I think we I kind of exhausted that personally, but I want to hear from you you know, what is the paper that you love the most? What is it that you're using? Does it matter to you, especially with this, like more fountain pen lovers are aware of it, but I'm not sure many people know about Cosmo Airlight. But if you do know about Cosmo Airlight, what are your thoughts? I just want to hear uh, somebody's other input on Cosmo Airlight versus Tomoe River. There has been some 
discussions about Tomoe River's quality changing, and that's why something like Cosmo Airlight is surfacing. And, you know, I like the Tomoe River. I think I have some new Tomoe River and some old Tomoe River. And to me, I'm I'm still for it, both new and old. But what got me on the Cosmo Airlight is just the difference in the two. They're not really the same paper. Very different. But I want to hear from you. How do you get in touch in touch with me? And that is by Instagram. You can reach me at Stationary Stack, just like the name of the show. Search me, find me there, follow me, send me a message, say hello. Would really love to interact with you. And in the near future, I'll have a more direct email address for this show to share with everybody here. Let's talk about the chase because we're all chasing something to add to our stationary stack collection or our fountain pen collection, rollerball collection, you name it. And for me, that is the Sailor Pro Gear Shooting Star of Junuma. Hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I can, you know, please, apologies, sincere apologies. I'm just trying to say these names, but this pen is beautiful. At this point, I don't care what nib it comes in, give me a chance to purchase this pen. They recently re-released this pen. So the day that I'm recording this is April 3rd of 2021. A couple weeks back, I would say three, yeah, three weeks ago or so. I forget the name of the store, but they re-released it. Didn't get a chance to purchase it. Had I known ahead of time, I would have prepared my clock to buy this pen, ready to drop pretty much whatever money it was within reason and reason, quote unquote reason. But this is the pen that I've, the second that I saw it scrolling through social media more than a year ago, I knew I wanted that pen, but it was in the understanding that it was released uh, a couple years back. So the chances of getting it are very, very slim when someone's willing to release or sell off that pen, that's when to jump on it. But as we all know, you have to have your eyes and ears just about everywhere in, in the pen places such as uh, Reddit, which I'm not really too familiar with, and then Slack, and then eBay, or even Instagram. I am trying all channels to get this pen. No luck to date, but I'm really looking forward to owning one of these pens, and I'm hopeful that it will happen when, I don't know, but that's currently my chase. And now for what's on my radar for new releases, the ones that are not, you know, hard to get anymore. It's just a matter of, can you get it when it's actually released? And that is the Space Cat, which is going to be released from Hey Matthew. I think that is his handle on Instagram. Hey Matthew, an amazing artist. I have a couple of his pens already. I have the uh, Pink Robots. I have the Bump and the Night Retro. These are all Retro 51 pens, and he's coming out with a Retro 51 Space Cat. I have the Rickshaw pen um, case for it already, and I just would love to love, I would love to love, I would love to add the Space Cat Rollerball pen to my pen collection. It's such a, I love his designs. I love his take on styles and really looking forward to grabbing one of those pens. And for my last segment here, I'm going to be talking about my personal stationary stack that I'm using today. This whole format is completely new to me. This is my first episode for this show, 
And I would just love to continue to hear feedback. And I think that this segment is best served towards the end of the episode because it can get a little hefty and because it is called stationary stack for a reason. I don't just use one type of pen for the week or one type of notebook for the week. I have different notebooks and different pen instruments that I'm using to support me in the creativity space that I'm in, in the workspace that I'm in, and personal development space that I'm in at the time. So what is today's stationary stack? All right, let's gonna start off with a pencil. And the pencil that I'm using is a Mitsubishi High Uni Pencil B. So B marks the, the intensity of the graphite. And to support the pencil, I'm using a sharpener, my M and R Polix. It's the more the concave pencil sharpener. Really love that, you know, style and sharp, sharp point. And to further support the pencil, I'm using an eraser, which is the Clear Radar Seed 150. Great pairing on all those three. Highly recommend those. Now, moving on to the pens that I'm using today, I'm also using the Spoke Axel S fountain pen. It comes with an extra fine Jovo nib. And the ink that I'm using with it is the Monteverde Rose Noir. I also am using an inner gel Silna. <laughs> I want to say Selena when I see this name, but it's Silna with the point three point with a blue black ink. Amazing blue black. And then I'm also using the Retro 51 Vintage Flight One Pen. And that also, I swapped out the, um, the, the cartridge, the ink cart, rollerball ink cartridge that it comes with for the Monteverde Blue and Black Rollerball ink. Really love that Monteverde Blue Rollerball. And then when it comes to notebooks, I'm currently using, for the most part, five, but there's the William Hanna that kind of comes in and out throughout the weeks. But because it is a Saturday, I'm in full stationary stack mode right now. And so it breaks down like this, the William Hanna notebook with the William Hanna paper, the Galen Leather Slim notebook with Tomoe River. I'm also using the standard memorandum 2021 notebook, which is a small one that I'm using. And that is by Word Notebooks and John Contino. Hope I'm saying that right. I'm also using the theme system journal. It's a new quarter. So giving this journal and system a try. And I've mentioned these quite a few times in this episode, but the dime novel by Phil Notes and the traveling salesman. And that is stationary stack. I'll be talking about not just fountain pens. I'll be talking about, as you can hear, paper highlighters, all the different instruments we can use to express ourselves, to help us in our careers, to help us in what we're focusing on, even if it's just us, or even if it's just to brain vomit what's going on on the inside. I am here for it, and I hope that you are too. Please subscribe to this show. Would really appreciate it if you subscribed. Share it with others that are into stationery just as much as you are, fountain pens, I would really appreciate your support and let me know how I can support you. If you have an Instagram account, tell me so I can follow you. Let's let's connect. I want to connect with you on social media as well. I'm also part of the Penatic Slack group. You can find me there. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Until next time, 
share your stationary stack. <laughs>